Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. We're fired up for a big week in the NFL. Russell, Favre, and Wilson, how are you? Blair Wallace, don't even wake up today, man. One more yard. That would have been fun. Brock, you're done. That was also fun. Uh, we got sorry. We got a bunch more picks for you. Weird Mike might even go jibs out. Find out. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. I'm your host, Jeff Hewlett. We're back with the voice of God, Brent Waits. How you doing, Lord? Outstanding, Jeffrey. You forgiven from all my sins this weekend? Again, yes. That's awesome. I love religion. Weird Mike, how you doing, buddy? Great weekend. Perfect. Uh, we are fired up for a big show. Uh, how you boys doing? We're here at Toronto Studios. Ni hao, priviet. Hello, bonjour. Thanks for joining us again. Look who's talking. Remember to rate, review, subscribe. And I always say that all the time. And if you don't know how to do that, uh, it's 2017, man. Google it. It doesn't, you know, but it's pretty easy. And thanks a lot for doing it already. For those of you that have, follow us on Look Who's Talking. Don't follow us if your name's Blair Walsh because you're not going to like what we say. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, if you didn't see uh, the game last night, Monday Night Football was a classic. What a great game. Game of the year, man. Game of the year candidate anyway. Okay, I'm going to set the tone here. We're going to go back a couple years. Minnesota Vikings hosting a playoff game against the Super Bowl, uh, defending Super Bowl uh, NFC representatives, Seattle Seahawks. They're uh, the heavy favorite in town playing the Minnesota Vikings with Adrian Peterson. It's freezing, freezing oh, cold man. game. Top three coldest games ever. Freezing cold game. Vikings go way up. Okay, Seahawks come back and... Vikings can win the game with a chip shot, 27-yard field goal at home. 27-yarder, minus 27. Some kid named Blair Walsh comes out to kick it with like four seconds left. I can still re remember the Vikings radio guy not hiding his emotion, absolutely expecting the kick to go through as it should. You're a professional kicker. This is what you do. 27-yard kick, that's, that's chip shot. Uh, wide right. Wide right, Vikings lose to the Seahawks at home. Game over. Minnesota goes nuts. You know, they go hunting and stuff, but they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty pissed off. Worst thing that happened to, them, happened to them since the Favre interception against the Saints. Worst. And Seattle was there. Their owner was there. For sure there. And do you think at any point in their life, they were like, you know what? Let's get that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's... Let's get him. Let's sign him. Let's sign him. At some point. All the same guys from that year yeah. on this team. They all watched That's him their that takeaway from the game. And he missed three kicks earlier this year. Cost guess, them against Washington. Against Washington. And then this one, they got to be chased out of town. And here's the thing. It's like they knew he didn't have it because Russell Wilson was out there. Seven seconds left. He wanted to throw it. It looked, it looked like they planned to throw it. Now, Gruden was skeptical up in the box because, like, you know, a lot of bad things can happen. And it looks like Pete kind of panicked and was like, you know what? We better just kick it. 52 yards. Man. Yeah. No, that was, that was, that was awful because <laughs> they robbed us of overtime. I really wanted to watch that. Like, oh, I just got back from the whole hockey. Russ deserved overtime. Negative on the overtime. Weird pick was the money line. Was sweating that. Couldn't believe they were going to run a play for seven seconds. <laughs> they had no faith in anything over 50. It was a 51-yarder. Seven seconds is just enough, isn't it? Ah, oh, it's just not worth it 
for an NFL kicker these days to risk the time versus three or four yards. It shouldn't be for an NFL kicker, but not a Blair Walsh. There's nothing weirder than Seattle on a Monday night. Losing with Blair for Farvin Walsh. Loved every second of that. And you know what? He walked out, and I swear to God, he had this exhale. The, ca the camera zoomed in on him right before they hut the ball, and he did this exhale, and it wasn't like the exhale of like, you know, like Michael Jordan taking a free throw, like where it's just like he got this, he's just breathing. You know, it was like a, it was like a, well, this might, might, this might be it. Like, this might be my last kick in the league. And he was like, he just, it, he didn't have it. You could just tell, look at his eyes. Yeah, they, uh, when, it, when it was setting up for the kick, they did like a split screen and they show Pete Carroll chewing that gum viciously <laughs> on the <laughs> sidelines. And he's just, he's got that, he's got that stance that you've seen so many times now in these tight games where he's hands on his knees, just hunched over. It's like the fetal position. Like he's, <laughs> yeah. he already knows he's given up. Like I, I, we definitely saw that in the, uh, the Patriots Super Bowl a couple times. And just his face said it all. Just old man disappointment. Just so sad. Pete Carroll needs to be a gum sponsor and like they don't even need to make a commercial just follow him around and you know he just he just chews gum <laughs> all the time but uh you could just tell the look on his face when when it was one yard short by the way if you didn't see the game uh the, the field goal was about one literally one yard short 52 last yard field goal game. last play of the game yarder. russ wilson had driven them down for a touchdown seahawks depleted defense has stopped them they got the ball back. This all happened with three, with like three and a half, three minutes fifty seconds left, and one timeout. It was fantastic. Russ is amazing. We're gonna get to that in a second, but uh, he deserved overtime. And what? Why does that happen in the league? Why? Why? Why do kickers that miss clutch kicks like end up on important teams later? You know, the kickers. You can't just find more kickers. It is four yards back, two yards over. I know. I'm looking at Weird Mike with Tuke right now. He is a kicker. It's an old boy's what, mentality. What is going on? There's few that have gained trust, and it doesn't matter if they miss kicks. It's they'll they'll such keep them there because they did it. And that's what I was talking about, young kickers with Budker. Like, it never happens. And now you're seeing a lot of these old guys recycled, and we're going through a new kicker cycle in the NFL. And it's just the freaks of, like, Vinatieri and... Uh, it's far pretty, pretty much that's it, Vinatieri. Vinatieri's been kicking field goals since That's Vietnam. That's what I'm saying. So he's the last of that generation. And like Bosworth and some of these guys in Pittsburgh that are going through it out. There you go. Dawson Bryant. Anyway, but, you know, uh, I just it, it, the fact that Seattle's losing games with Blair Walsh, the very kicker that gave them a playoff game two couple years ago, blows my farvin mind. But you know what? Uh, that's, the way, that's the way the cookie crumbles. What a Monday nighter. And uh, Seattle's got a tough road now. Atlanta as we predicted on this show, has found its stride a little bit. And, uh, yeah, they're now in the playoff picture of the sixth seed. Correct. Again, you can't teach talent, but you can teach, you know, chemistry. And a new offensive playbook is going to take some time. Now they look good. Woo! Uh, yeah, we've been, uh, we, we, call a lot, we call a couple things uh, earlier in the year. Specifically, Kansas City. <laughs> Weird, Mike. Uh, everyone was laughing at me. Hey, they're still leading the division. They were still leading the division. They were five and zero, oh, and I said they would go five and five. They are six and four. One game off. <laughs> uh, we're gonna look up that game. And that game was against it. Denver. Yeah. Hey, by the way, in case you didn't hear, Paxton Lynch will be starting for the Denver Broncos. Oh. The fun, 
The fun that we were having on this show is over. That was three weeks in a row picking against Brock Osweiler. Brock Star back to the couch. Oh. Hit the pine. On behalf of uh, betters everywhere, thank you, Brock Osweiler. The last three weeks were very predictable. Uh, you're far from awful, and we can't far from believe you were even given the ball as a starter. But uh, that's gone. Paxton Lynch is in. Uh, Let it ride on Paxton. You, you, you like? Do you like him? I I, I do kind of like him. I do not like him. Yeah, I think he's an athletic freak. So I mean, yeah, he's got good legs. Other than the fact that yeah, he's like a culture change, and you know the players might rally behind him, and maybe that's you know gets everyone moving. Um, you know, Devontae Booker, everyone just firing on all cylinders. But yeah, he he's not. Uh, he ran a very simple system in college. He's not. He doesn't have the brain. He, he's no. You say he's got nice I'm, legs. Do you see him? Yeah, he's <laughs> calves. Great legs. Yeah, he's like. He's Are they another, real? He's another freak, like, <laughs> like Brock, like six seven, six eight. Brock. Anyone taller than me is a freak. Brock, the flaccid dick of the NFL. That was fun, Brock. We were betting against you all the way. We're moving on to this week's truth of the week. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. I'll tell you a fact. Russell Wilson has it. That thing that we were having trouble defining a couple a little bit earlier in the season, the thing that everyone has trouble defining. I'm going to try to right here. Russell Wilson 500% believes that he can do it. And he's done that his whole career. And what he can't do with either his, you know, his height, which makes it a slight disadvantage, or if his receivers aren't getting quite as open, Doug Baldwin's pretty good man-to-man, but, and Jimmy Graham's got a, a physical advantage over a lot of guys. But throughout the years, Russell's been able to do this regardless of his receivers. The great ones can always get you an extra two seconds. Always. Tom Brady shifts. Romo was talking about it in the broadcast against Oakland. He shifts. Moves. Brett Favre, he's kind of tough. Wouldn't, get, wouldn't go down on the first hit. Also kind of shifted and always was looking downfield. He's a quick reader. He's smarter than gave, people gave him credit for. Just too much of a risk taker. And I'll far from admit that, even though I love him. Wilson was on Gruden's bus Monday night pregame, and he said it, no fear in him or the locker room. They don't care who's down. They've been in every spot, including the one-yard line. And uh, I believed it. It's just like recess football, okay? Who's your quarterback? <laughs> if, if your quarterback knows that he can do it and just will will it to, will it to happen and has the feet or at least know how. And with Russ, he, you know, he can always run for like, he ran for like six, six first downs last night. That's that, that's the next thing that's been able to carry him. Doesn't make him the best quarterback ever, but it gives him that it factor where he believes he can do it. And it doesn't even matter uh, who his receivers are. And he's got decent ones. They, they've been underrated for a long time, but that he, he's got it. And if you're wondering what it is, he has it just like Tom, just like Roethlisberger. He has it even more than Aaron Rodgers has it. If Aaron Rodgers had a little more Russell Wilson in him, he'd have three more rings. Agreed. You know? Don't put down your team at the first sign that you're obviously the superior player. Russell Wilson is the best player on offense on, on, on the field with him since Marshawn Lynch left, and even more important than Marshawn because he's the quarterback. But, ne- but he is, he, he's, he's a natural leader. You want him to marry your daughter, you know? And uh, last night really impressed me. Shout out, Ciara. He's the reason why, uh, why Seattle can win every game. And they're not out of anything. It's, it's awesome to watch. What, 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 a, what a great farming game last night. All right. Moving on to uh, our voice of God, Brent Waits. News that matters. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. 
All right, week 11 is in the books, and a lot of the fun storylines that uh, we might have been talking about in September and October, the team's off to a hot start. Um, those are kind of fading out, and the teams are kind of returning to what we thought and who they really are. Farvin told you. In uh, honor of the late Dennis Green, this segment is the They Are Who We Thought They Were <laughs> segment. They are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. Starting with Mr. Alex Smith and the Kansas City Chiefs, as Jeff kind of mentioned. Um, they have fallen back to earth and their mediocrity that they're used to. Um, Alex Smith is the game manager that we always thought with lack of deep ball throwing abilities. Um, Andy Reid, coming off a bye, could not beat the New York Giants. Windy were- conditions in New York, and Alex Smith was throwing ground balls to first base. Yeah. Get out of here. That's why they got their wasted their first-round pick on Patrick Mahomes. Okay, they see what we see. They even see it more often because they practice with him. Yeah, the atrocious Giants did not even have Sterling Shepard, um, and they couldn't get it done. He was out with migraines. I'm going to tell you why right after this, but I'll, we're going to get to that. I'll tell you why. Brent Hudley. Quarterback of the Green Bay Packers is trash, and just about every Packer player is useless in the fantasy world, um, other than Devontae Adams, because he is a one-read quarterback, and that's all we're going to say about that. He's, he's not trash. His mother listens to this show, all right? Miss Hundley, we're sorry about that, okay? We're going to give your son more, one more week. At least I am. Very bad, very bad. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills, in the middle of the AFC playoff race, thought, hey, maybe let's give this unheard-of fifth-round court rookie quarterback who sounds start, like a librarian. The start <laughs> against the best pass rush in football with Joey Bosa and Evan Ingram. Uh, yeah, Nick Peterman had his NFL debut, and here are his stats. He went 6 for 14 for 66 yards and five picks. Nate, Nate Peterman. He, he does sound like a librarian, doesn't he? Nate Peterman, how you doing? Nate, Take it to the history section. Yeah, they, uh, they tried the Peterman reality tour, and it did not go so well. Oh, you know what? Okay, look, it's, that first pick, I mean, he was looking all right. He's up against a tough pass rush. Weird, Mike, who was, who, what was the Buffalo fullback? Was it the fullback? Because the first interception bounced off his receiver's chest and hands and into the hands of, this, of uh, Patrick DeMarco. Patrick DeMarco. May have ended Nathan Peterman's career. Yeah, straight, straight up. Okay. As Bradshaw mentioned earlier in, the, earlier in the week, he gets the ball rolling, man. That first pick off the receiver's hands. They were moving. They were in charger territory. Yeah. And then the next drive, they came back down. You know, you hate to put everything on one play, but you look back, the butterfly effect. You know? It's crazy. You still don't start Peterman, all right? The Bills haven't made the playoffs since World War II, okay? As long as they're in a playoff spot and literally, like, they're, they control their own destiny, just win out, and, like, they, you know, like they, they stay in that playoff spot, I think you have to stick with Tyrod until then. What do you think the chances that the Bills win out, bro? Not win out, but that's what you have to assume. Like, you know, it's your first year here, Coach, but they haven't made the playoffs in 18 years or 17 years. You're in a playoff spot, literally bracket speaking. Do, do not test out the quarterback before going into next year's draft class to see if you get the future guy while you're currently sitting have... in a very weak AFC. Make the Farvin playoffs. The Bills Correct. have smaller goals. The Bills fan base has smaller goals than you do right now. Make the Farvin playoffs, and they'll sign you to a five-year deal, man. Maybe they don't want to sign him, and they're throwing him under the bus. You know, like, it's crazy that that kind of stuff exists with these huge monster contracts. The coach, I'm talking about the coach, not, not like, like, you know, get us to the playoffs, and you're the coach here for a decade. I'm going bigger. Yeah, it's just, anyway, that was stupid. You're stupid. It was stupid. Don't overthink things. Some other news. 
The Saints, they are for real, and they are marching. They are currently riding an eight-game win streak and tied for the longest in the league with the Eagles. And the last time they had a nice eight-game win streak, they also won the Super Bowl in 2010. Against Peyton Manning's Colts. Both teams were perfect, by the way, during that season. Colts chose to rest players, and the Saints did not. Saints lost naturally. The Colts literally pulled all of their players during the second quarter against the Jets. The next play, guy fumbled, uh, and the Jets recovered in the end zone. Jets made the playoffs because of that. Anyway, interesting tidbit there. But, uh, yeah, a couple, uh, couple nuggets of knowledge for you. Since week five, which was the Adrian Peterson trade when he left the Saints, Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram have been the top two running backs in the league. As Voice of God told you to pick up on fantasy that week. There you go, folks. We're not just giving you dumb nuggets here. <laughs> um, Good nuggets, yeah. baby. Good nuggets. Yeah. I mean, they have Sean Payton's been there. He's a smart coach. Drew Brees is still Drew Brees. The only thing that's really been missing the last couple of years is a defense, and they've got one now, led by rookie Marshawn Lattimore, cornerback, uh, absolute stud. And yeah, they're the real deal. Marshawn Lattimore sounds like a football name. Literally, when he's one year old, someone's like, he's going to play football. Marshawn Lattimore. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, moving on to Hupix. You. We, on our pick six, went three, two, and one last week with a push with Detroit. Our over-under pick for the first time this season lost, giving us three, three, and one. Uh, last week, we are been over 500 uh, or 500 for the past six weeks in a row. Over 500 on four of those weeks. Staying so, above water. And you know what? We're feeling better and better about this. It's, uh, we're gonna, I told you, early Christmas presents from Look Who's Talking. And uh, we hope you've been liking those random prop picks and those reminder picks on Sundays. We're going to keep them coming. And uh, if you keep following us, we got some more gifts for you of picks I like later in the week just for you guys on Insty. All right, I go pick this week. It's the Carolina Panthers. They are minus four and a half at the New York Jets. I have the far superior team. I got them on a long rest. I got them healthy. I got Luke Keekley. I got Cam Newton. You know what? He's in the playoff hunt. And uh, I like Cam Newton on a winning team. This is when he actually starts to play well. Uh, he's, a, he's a champ. He's got that it factor. He's a bit more moody than I'd like. But you know what? Uh, on a winning team, I still... 75% of the time, rather than 50-50, you're going to get good cam. And uh, I think I get good cam against the New York Jets. Secondary, he ain't scared of. Uh, I think he ain't he scared. I think he wants to have fun in New York, and I think he's going to. Four and a half is a cheap price against an overachieving Jets team. Uh, yeah, book it. Carolina, take them. Roll with the Panthers. On their way to the playoffs, the Jets are in the way. Unless they bring Namath or Favre back, they don't have a chance. McCown is not beating Luke Keekley today. Uh, our silver pick is the Detroit Lions at home, plus three points to the Minnesota Vikings, who, yes, looked impressive last week, but take away that fumble on the one-yard line and Adam Thielen breaking a tackle for some fantastic yards after a catch. Your boy, Weird Mike, looked pretty good. I'm telling you, you know, but when you break a tackle yards after a catch, again, that's not Case Keenum throwing these perfect bombs. He does look good, but... I'm taking Matt Stafford. I think this is their year, their division. You said it last week, Weird Mike. I've been picking them all year. Year of the start. Uh, I get them at a plus at home. I love it. Uh, we're, we're taking the Detroit Lions. I, I like them to win outright. 
and uh, the Teddy Bridgewater questions arise after this game, after an underrated Detroit defense, uh, which is actually in the top 10 in a lot of categories. I think uh, 13th or 14th overall. However, Lions at home to win. Love it. Roar. <laughs> uh, they made the lion more ferocious like a couple of years ago because it used to be like kind of like the Care Bear of lions. Correct. Right now it's like kind of roaring. <laughs> yeah. And our uh, bronze pick. Our bronze pick, baby. Even though Brock's not starting, Paxton Lynch, not a good week to be facing the most desperate open Oakland team that you can find. Uh, I don't think Paxton Lynch, again, when they just fired their offensive coordinator, that whole team's a bit of a mess. I don't really like to say that, when at least when the quarterback's the same. This is why, like, you know, the Giants are never as bad as they seem because they still have Eli, okay? But the quarterback situation in Denver is still messed up. Paxton Lynch, I like his athletic ability, but he's still going to lose by at least a touchdown to a very desperate Oakland team who rolls this week against, uh, yeah, the worst team in that division, the Denver Broncos. What a waste of defensive talent, by the way. Elway must be furious. Literally, I bet he's considered going down there himself, but it's already too late. Should have done it three weeks ago. See you later. Raiders, bronze pick versus Denver, minus five. Take it. And uh, our over-under pick this week, Green Bay, Pittsburgh, over 41 and a half. Uh, we are three and one our over-under picks this year. Mike, you like that? No. Yeah, I figured. You know what, though? That's going to get my picks later on because I'm, ta I'm taking Green Bay, man, plus 14 points against my favorite team in the league right now. I, I love watching the Pittsburghs play. Yeah, it's, okay? it's a fun watch. Packers just got shut out. Uh, again, with picks, Hunley was moving the ball, but throwing picks or fumbling. I don't like it. I'll get to that later on. Okay, just to wrap it up, we got Carolina with our gold pick, minus four and a half points versus the New York Jets. Our silver picks, the Detroit Lions at home, plus three to Minnesota. Love it. Roar. <laughs> and our uh, bronze pick, Oakland, minus five in Denver. They're going to smoke them. You! So I'm going to have my eye on that silver pick. Minnesota at Detroit, hashtag roar. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's U.S. Thanksgiving. Yep. Hot turkey sandwiches, all-day football, weekday. It's like my eighth favorite day of the year. I might be so jacked. Might be higher, you know? Might be higher. It's, it's, I don't know if it's top five material. Nine hours of football on like a, an otherwise you know, shitty day. I flip to the dog <laughs> channel with those long commercials and I get heck. But uh, it's pretty entertaining the, stuff. The dog channel? The dog show. Everyone on the American Thanksgiving after the Macy's Day Parade. You rock out with the dog show commercials. No, nobody watches the dog show. It's Peterman. <laughs> Jay Peterman, uh, whatever his real name is. Uh, From Seinfeld? Yeah. He's the narrator. He's Shut the commentator. Up. Really? Yeah. I'd watch it We're, just for that. You're coming over on Thursday. That's awesome. Look who's talking. U.S. Thanksgiving edition. Uh, hot turkey sandwiches and hashtag roar. Yep. Happy Thanksgiving, Lions everyone. early game. Be safe traveling, everybody. Busy weekend. Black Friday. Ooh. Kids, if you see anyone that looks like Ben McAdoo, call the police. Oh, correct. Because you'll look who's talking. Uh, 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 how we feel about that? <laughs> he shaved his mustache even weirder. You know, I heard about uh, it was Eli that fired up the troops, uh, blocked out some of the coaches and McAdoo, and for the first time in a decade, like, put his foot down, 
you know, he eats a lot of sins for that team. He never throws anybody under the bus. He throws three picks. He gets sacked. You know, he's not letting the guys through the line. He's not dropping the balls in the field. You know, yeah, Eli yeah. just takes it all. And he rallied the troops, and that's what got him over the edge against KC. Yeah, it was yeah, a good yeah. win. And like you said, the good teams and the uh, true process uh, usually on the And again, if you just keep your quarterback, you're, you're going to be okay, you know? Um, Aren't they playing on uh, Thursday night? That's the night game. Washington yeah, yeah. Giants. Yep. That's, uh, I'm not taking it. I mean, we're not taking it's it. It's going to be an over bonanza, man. Yeah, and and the Giants are going to oh. keep that close. Like you know, they just will. They do. They will. Short week, a little bit of momentum. The defense is healthy. You don't think voice? Where's that game? Where's that game? Not a, not an over bonanza. No. Weird pick. The Giants suck offensively. They're they're terrible. Okay, they can't they can't string it together. They're hurt. They're bad. They're bruised. They're, same as the Redskins. It's a short week. Defenses thrive. Both two good defenses there. Yeah, maybe. And the Redskins are hurt. Chris Thompson, out. Couldn't It might not be Terrell an over. Par- Terrell Pryor, out. I just like the Giants to keep it close. But I don't, I'm not, it's not going to be not an official a, pick. Not a shootout. You know, you got about 15 minutes to think about a wager on that. All right? Maybe next, uh, next pregame meal. All right? You said and think on that. Speaking of wagers, on December 3rd, don't forget the Look Who's Talking Bowl. It's setting up to be a dandy. The overachieving Minnesota Vikings walking in to the Atlanta Falcons' brand-new Mercedes Stadium, which is not a problem. I'm smelling Joe and Troy. I'm so excited that we picked a game a month ago that I now feel even strongly about Atlanta's going to destroy them. It's going to be the Fox game of the week. It's going to be awesome. 425. Yep. Let's make a $100 props ticket. Oh, baby. Let's do it. Look, okay. Now, uh, moving on to something I want to talk about, okay? I told you last week at the end of the show, stay away from the Kansas City versus the New York Giants game, okay? Before the season started, the, the, that spread would not have been anywhere close to 10.5. It eventually went to 11.5 and 12. Because uh, you take the talent of the both teams. Yes, there were some injuries on the Giants, but the game's in New York. That's like saying Kansas City's going to win by 15 uh, if the game was in Kansas City, this is ridiculous. You have Eli versus Alex Smith. Keep in mind, the game is still mostly about the quarterbacks. So whenever you're picking point spreads, ever, just as, to give you an idea, like lining up your putt, okay? Line up both quarterbacks against one another as far as what the teams are actually like. And that's going to weigh more, a lot more, than the team chemistry. And then go on sort of the general health of the rest of the team, but you have Eli versus Alex Smith. It's not a 10-point game. I don't care if they play in Kansas City. I don't care if they play in Alex Smith's backyard, okay? And that's why that game was, was an easy, uh, an easy uh, pick for Sharps, who were on the Giants. That's way too many points for a bad offense, especially one that doesn't throw well in the wind. Again, quarterback game. Can't throw the ball? You're not going to do too well. Also, same thing happened last week. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> which I'll get to in a second. Uh, for not telling you to pick it, but the Baltimore Ravens, Joe Flacco versus Brett Hundley. That, by under a field goal, the spread was two and a half. Take Flacco. Smashed on the Sharps. Ravens. Sharps, be good. My buddy Somebody answered did. his call just before kickoff. What a miracle. Anyway, line up the quarterbacks. You, know you, you got a Super Bowl champion. Yes, he's got a back injury. He doesn't look that good this year. Doesn't matter. It's Joe Flacco versus a guy playing his fourth game. By less than a field goal with a healthy rest of the team and a reason to win. Motive, as they say, for Sharps. Always think of why a team wants to win, all right? Anyway, moving on to our section sponsored by good Canadian boy, Justin Bieber. Sorry. We are sorry. Sorry. 
for Dallas last week. Sean Lee was a lot more important than we anticipated. It was 9-7 at half. Uh, Voice of God was not happy. I just wanted to let it, everyone at home know the Voice of God was on Philadelphia. Uh, but I was stronghold. I liked Dallas at home. And uh, you know what? Sometimes it was the right pick. This was not Sean Lee. And Carson Wentz, man, he's looking like the next Tom Brady. So let's just, there's no ceiling to this kid. And if you can get him for cheap, you should get him for, you should, at this point, pick him, uh, pick the Eagles whenever you can get him for under a field goal the rest of the season, unless they play in New England or Pittsburgh. The, other than that, they, uh, they should beat anyone. But yeah, you were on that voice of God. He is the Lord. He should see the future. Sean Lee, Tyron Smith. Just taller. I don't, yeah, can't do it. It's taller than everyone. He knows when it's raining a second before everyone else. <laughs> also, with Brent, when we're at, uh, let's say we're at a patio or something, and like every, it's like a crazy, you know, big party, everyone comes up to Brent asking him, like, hey, can you find so and so? Can you find my friend? Points him in the wrong direction on multiple occasions. <laughs> but no, I can do, yeah, I can do the scan real quick. Yeah. And, uh, I've done. I've asked it's for been it. Busy many yeah, occasions. Yeah. Nope. No. Haven't. No signs of them yet tonight. Is there Did anything you know? that people besides like hitting your head on stuff? Like, is there anything else about being tall like that? Like we wouldn't even think about. Public transit's not ideal. Oh yeah, I wouldn't even. I mean, but it's already not I ideal. The ability to sleep anywhere, so <laughs> doesn't really bother me. We also sorry. Sorry. Put our grammar on the show. All right, we're working on it. We have what we like to think is a strong vocabulary, but I believe I caught. Voice of God last week with a very much better. Yeah, we are sorry for that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, give it a listen. I'm sorry. Yeah, my, um, we're also sorry. Sorry. Uh, to Ben McAdoo. Uh, we're not really sorry, but I mean, we feel sorry for you. The, uh, uh, the general manager of the Giants came out and said, We're not firing Ben McAdoo before the end of the season. <laughs> Asterisk. It's like you're, it's like you, you're telling your girlfriend, like, uh, we're, I'm not breaking up with you today before lunch. <laughs> uh, Until summer's over. You're not fired this week. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ben. They told Ben McAdoo he's not fired uh, at least till the end of the season. So he's gone. So we'll let you know where he goes. So everyone can again stay away from. Hopefully, away from all uh, schools, public parks. Yes, anywhere where there's yeah. kids. All right, we're also sorry. Sorry. Uh, or God should be to Cleveland, because how many, how many times can you really just lose such horrible Shakespearean ways? Even even if you just pick them to cover the point spread, they 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 really they really earn it all game. And then it was so Cleveland, as our producer Huck Media is saying. So Cleveland. They literally ran 20 yards back with about a minute and a half left in the game, or a minute left in the game. They were covering the spread, even if they didn't kick a field goal, do anything on the last drive, besides run into their own end zone, fumble the ball for a touchdown, <laughs> just to, to get them out of the points. Who should be your boy, Telvin Smith, yeah. who just signed his deal, I, gets the touchdown. I brought him up in our first episode. That's a rally point for the Jags. Telvin Smith. We're not perfect, folks. We're never, we're never close, all right? I got years enough I could, be, I could star in the live-action version of Dumbo. And we are go. Sorry! Sorry! To the Bills fans for the decision that your coach made and to the drop your, uh, that Bills fullback had. Uh, Nathan Peterman, I mean, I don't even know what to say, man. I hope he can recover from that. I, I still think that you, you, you might have a little bit of talent. I mean, the coach saw something. He can't be totally crazy. You guys are in a playoff spot and he put you in, man. We... But you got to be a little more careful with the ball. 
We alluded to it a couple weeks ago with the Vikings potentially making the same mistake the Bills did with Flutie yeah. and Johnson. And you and the Bills jumped the mistake that the <laughs> Vikings were about to do. The Bills pulled the Bills <laughs> on the Vikings. <laughs> and then the Vikings coach was like, no, we're good. But you watched the case. You watched. They're going to lose to the Lions, and Keenum's not going to look too good. And they're going to talk about Bridgewater, and they're going to ruin their season. It's, it's got to be Case Keenum. Someone was saying, Voice of God was saying, uh, Case Keenum. Yeah, actually not as awful as we think. Right. Not saying he's good, but a little nugget. Yeah, I didn't think about it. We think Case Keenum's so awful because we know the last Case Keenum we knew was L.A. Rams, Jeff Fisher, Case Keenum. Right. It has a terrible effect on anyone. Uh, yeah, I Je- would hate to see Jeff Fisher, Jeff Hewlett. Jeff, you know, that Jeff, guy would suck. Jeff Fisher, Lev Bell. I'd be awful. Yeah. Like, I mean, Jeff Fisher, Trump, the world would be over. You know, like. Yeah, he just, he doesn't bring people up. He, no. He brings them down. No, I, like imagine someone gave you a grilled cheese sandwich on Jeff Fisher bread. You'd be like, <laughs> oh, dear God. Take this back. Wouldn't have one ever again. Lack of offense. <laughs> um, anyway, we're sorry, Bills fans. You didn't deserve that. If you guys are in the playoffs, they should start the best guy this year, this game. Don't look too far ahead. Bills fans have been, uh, I mean, good God, man. This is why you can't have nice things. Bills fans are dying. Like, give them, give them a playoff run. We like you, but they're, yeah, I mean, 30 deaths per, through plastic tables per week. Yeah. yeah so. There's only so many tables left to, to do this stuff to. Mm-hmm. Tables uh, aren't cheap. No. Yeah. The, by Buffalo, the, way, the Buffalo economy is driven by table sales. And parking on front lawns. <laughs> yeah. That's over 50% of the GDP in Buffalo. Literally, you can, go, you can go in a store, you can get a pack of Marlboros, a pack of firewood, and a friggin' farving table for about 20 beans. Love me some Orchard Park. Yeah. Cops will help you carry the table across the street, man. As a reminder, look who's talking. We'll be on site in two weeks' time. Week 13, we'll be down in Buffalo. So come say hi. Tweet us. Let us know. Well, don't tweet us because we don't have Twitter. Uh, slide we do in. have Twitter. Oh, wow. And, we, and we're on Google Play. And are we on Spotify yet? All of the Huck, medias. Almost all of the medias. Huck okay. Media is working on Spotify. Well, yeah. Let us know. Shoot us a message if you are down in, uh, in uh, wonderful Buffalo land to see the Pats stop the Bills. And Sorry, we're, Bills Mafia. And we're on Stitcher for Android. All Android platforms to Feels kind of like the, the Wendy's of the podcasting services. You know, like the one that might be really good. You just don't go to that much. It feels like you're inviting... <laughs> An angry Bills mob to, to oh, destroy you. Or anyone who likes Wendy's. <laughs> I love Wendy's. All you're doing is talking about the tables. The guy's going to RKO you <laughs> <laughs> through the table 20 minutes before the game. <laughs> Keep in mind, Voice of God will be the tall guy that you can ask to find your friends who will be wearing a Pats jersey covered in mud. A Gronk jersey. <laughs> a Gronk jersey. Local boy. Okay. Show some love. Yep. But, uh, yeah, there's, no, there's going to be tons of Pats fans. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, worried. I'm not you worried. can hang out with them. <laughs> a lot of, yeah. don't, don't ever get into a fight with someone with nothing to lose. Um, hey, every Bills fan. We're going to have a lot of fun at the Ralph. We haven't been there. It's, uh, it's a sports cathedral thing of beauty. Right out of the past. All right. We're moving on to our other Q-Picks. You! All right, we got some big, big spreads. And uh, if you go traditionally and look at the stats, you know what? You pick against over 14-point spreads, you're going to win most of them, especially when they're within the division. 
and I'm picking against my favorite team to pick this week. I'm taking the Miami Dolphins, 16 and a half points in New England. It's too much for two teams of players, not even concerned about their coaches, that know each other very well. And you know what? Let me tell you, uh, the Pats are going to play a bit more of a conservative game against Miami uh, and just guarantee the victory. They don't know they have to win by 17. They'll be very happy to kneel the ball up by 13. Belichick uh, knows everything. And uh, these games are always a bit tighter. I love the Patriots. There's no way they're going to lose the game. I'd even tell you to make this a survivor pick. But it's not going to be by 16 and a half. That's way too much. And even if it is, it's still the wrong, the wrong pick. You always, you're taking it. We're taking the Miami Dolphins. 16 and a half points. Another big spread. I'm taking the Chicago Bears plus 13 and a half in Philadelphia. Philly, hot team, looking real good. But let me tell you, the Bears are not having trouble putting up points, okay? They looked, they, they, uh, they, they looked real good against Detroit, at least they did on offense. Mitch Trubisky, as they said on Chicago radio, uh, instead of let it, let it snow, they got some song It's like, let them throw, let them throw, let them throw. Because the kick can throw, let them sling it. Their offense too He's conservative. He's all right. He's all right. Yeah. John Fox, Take honestly, he'd be like having a chaperone on a blind date. Like, he's just, let him, go, let, let him throw. Mitch Trubisky, I think he's going to keep it close. Again, another case. Philadelphia's going to win this game. I think by a touchdown. Uh, Chicago, they got a good defense. They got a decent offense. They can run the ball. They're going to try to shrink this game against the explosive Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, yeah, Chicago's too good. 13 and a half points, a bit too much. So we're taking the Chicago Bears. The Bears. I think Mitch, you know what? Mitch Mitch is something. We're not going to see it necessarily this year, but... No, it's there. It's there, right? It's there. You see inside, I see something. Let it's him like throw, a, let him throw. He's like a white throw. McNair, you know? He's got that, like, he, he's tough. Keeps his head downfield. He gets out of the pocket, but he's kind of slow. But he's ready, to, he's ready to sing it. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. <laughs> um, we are sorry for that. <laughs> but uh, in honor of Phil Nolan, we will play some holiday music because uh, we got one buddy absolutely obsessed with it. And our last pick of our pick six, we are taking Brett Hundley and the Green Bay Packers on Sunday night football plus 14 points against, yes, an explosive offense, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. But I told you, I know the Steelers. Okay, whenever they're double-digit favorites, I'm telling you, they just don't quite show up. It's almost like they expect uh, it to be given to them. It's on prime time. Green Bay Packers, they might not be as talented as uh, you know they'd like you to believe, but they they got pride. This is a playoff team. This is a team that does not expect, like, or are used to getting shit kicked in prime time. Uh, well, they're about to. You know what? It, the Steelers are slightly inconsistent, and I'm calling it for weeks. Steelers are going to win this game, but not by 14 points on primetime against Mike McCarthy, who's going to make this offense work somehow. Even though I don't even like him as a coach, he's a dick. You do have your finger on the pulse with regards to the Steelers. I like to think so. You mentioned it. More than my own pulse. I think you're testing it with this pick. Me too. It's kind of a heat check situation. But I like like it. You know? This is desperation for the Packers, and the Steelers have their division. I'm smelling another alt line. Yeah. Steelers minus 24 and a half. If Hundley can get the ball into the hands of his receivers like he was doing, yes, 
He got shut out against Baltimore, but he was moving the ball. All right? He yes. threw a pick in the end zone. He threw another pick. They had a fumble. Turnovers aren't consistent. Do not. I'm going to talk about this after the pick. So my last pick is Green Bay. All right? You! I want to get to this. When you're picking teams, just like I told you earlier about lining up quarterbacks against one another, okay? It's really important. Don't rely on teams to beat themselves, okay? Whenever you're picking games, there's a different way to look at it, okay? If a team struggles with, say, turnovers or allowing sacks or something where they beat themselves a lot, with, you know, that's not something you necessarily want to rely on when picking whether they're going to win or lose or be successful this week. Just picture, pretend that both teams are going to execute. Maybe not 100%, but just execute well enough, that, like 75%. Which team's going to win the game? They both, both execute the same. Which team gets more yards per play, which is a favorite stat of sharp betters? As in, they might not have won the game. Some weird shit might have happened with fumbles, missed kicks, blocked punts, okay? It's football. But who's looks better moving the ball? Who's, who's executing you know, who, who's executing their offense? If, if both teams are executing their offense, who's going to win? That's what the way uh, I like to look at it. It's a lot of quarterback-driven stuff. But don't rely on teams to beat themselves. The Packers are not going to beat themselves, and uh, the Steelers are going to have to beat them. And I think, you know what, 14 is too much. There we go. Uh, we are 31, 28, and 1 this year, and we are just moving up. We've been over 500 for five straight weeks. Our picks are free. And next week, we're going to give you even three more because uh, it's December, and uh, oof, it's Christmas. And December 3rd is uh, National and, and it's the National Look Who's, Look Who's Talking, Talking Day. Day. So that's a bonus pick for the day. Minnesota at Atlanta. So you get some bonus picks next week. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Now, moving into the playoffs. Oh, baby. And, uh, yeah, Weird Mike. You got one for us? Red hot, baby. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate the compliment. It's rare that I blush. It's happening. Four straight losses and a win. Five straight losses and a push. Yep. Finally got back on the board. Falcons money line. Falcons money line. I doubled down. Feels like it's two wins. Really not. Nope. But uh, I'm going to let it fly with something I said was weird a couple of weeks ago. And it just keeps getting weirder. Ryan Fitzpatrick farves the Falcons. <laughs> Tampa Bay plus 10 at Atlanta. Weird pick of the week. Bucks keep it tight. Can't pull my trigger on the upset because Atlanta has shown some good signs. But Monday night winners covered less than 50% of the time. Seattle, short week. Deck stacked against them. Divisional game. Fitzy coming in two straight. Talked about it. He's living it. It's not about anybody else in Tampa right now except Brian Fitzpatrick. And I know that almost made your board. But I'm taking it. Weird pick of the week. Fitzy Farves the Falcons. Looking for two straight. Yeah, I like it. Uh, again, I think Falcons win the game, but this is a classic Atlanta-Tampa game. This is going to be a four-point game, three-point game. It'll be tight. Uh, keep in mind, man, Tampa's, the Bucks have receivers. Famous Jameis just wasn't getting into their hands. Deshaun Jackson, Mike Evans. Uh, O.J. Howard, great, you know, great young-looking tight end. At least, you know, green but athletic. That's, uh, who, that's who Fitzy's keying on. Yeah, he is. These young, talented guys that came in a generation past him, but he's got that Harvard rep behind him. 
They've seen that he's won games, and they're and they're gravitating towards him. Yep. And he's done the same place, same thing at every place he's been. Getting all emotional talking about Fitzy here. You are. I'm it's a half a tear. Man. I don't know if it's the lighter. It's the light. Turn the lights down. Maybe huh? it's the beard. I don't know. I shaved yesterday. What no, no his, no, his beard, bro. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Fitzy's beard. Yeah. <laughs> Nasty. Um, all right. Well, I, yeah, I like it. It's, it's too big of a spread. Um, all right. Overrated, underrated this week. We're just going to make it quick, okay? A team that I said would be the NFC representative in the Super Bowl in episode four of Look Who's Talking, uh, the New Orleans Saints. They are slightly overrated. You're not supposed to be down by 16 to Washington if you are expecting yourselves to go to the Super Bowl. All right, their defense has more holes. Yes, they've been playing good, but they've been playing some sweethearts before they ran into Washington last week, and Washington and Kirk Cousins chewed them up. What do you think any other great quarterback's going to do? Uh, and so even though I'm, I was hot on the Saints early in the season, just, watch, let, just say, let you know, watch out. They're due for a letdown. Uh, and underrated, the Baltimore Ravens. Let me tell you, a team that New England and Pittsburgh does not want to face in the playoffs, whether they're playing good this year, doesn't matter. It's a lot of the same guys. It's a su- superior secondary if they have at least one strength. Uh, they've shut out three teams. And you could have Flacco healthy by the time the playoffs roll around. And the the Ravens have beat the Steelers and the Patriots in the playoffs before. That's a team that I think they're a bit more scared of. They'd much rather play Kansas City, Tennessee, Jacksonville, or any other shitty AFC team that would make the playoffs, including the Buffalo, Farvin, Bills. Uh, But yeah, watch out for Baltimore. I'm not saying they're playing good. I'm just saying that's a team that I don't think the Steelers or Patriots want to play in the playoffs. Also... Speaking of the playoffs, Jackson, the Jacksonville Jaguars, I don't think they're going to lose another game this year. They just got a lollipop schedule. There's, they got three losses. That means if the Steelers or Pats slip up a bit, they're going to lose that bye, and we lose maybe the you know that perfect scenario of uh, the top two teams. There's no way Jacksonville runs the table. Look at their schedule. I've looked at it. Did you? I bet on them to win the division You're- four weeks ago based on that schedule. Never once did I say, hey, the Jags are going to rally 10 straight and win their first division in a decade. Just check it out. Including our Van Bet game. Yeah, there you week go. Week 16. So they're going to win the Niners game. Is Jimmy game. G starting? Uh, no, not yet. Come on. I don't know why. Bye. Voice of God, any news on Jimmy G? Uh, there were some rumors that week 12 he might get a look. This week could get a start. Um, yeah, why not? Okay. I mean, well, yeah, well, hey. You drafted him. I don't understand why you'd save him. He's got no friggin' things. He's got no friggin' experience. Again, Maybe I, I'm calling he still might be the next Brock Osweiler. Yeah, shake your head all you want. Moving over to Voice of God. Praise the Lord for some fantasy tips. Will you teach me to football? All right. Fantasy. It is uh, coming down to the wire here. Um, it's crunch time. You're probably, if you're not fighting uh, to get into the playoffs, you are doing your best to uh, solidify that roster. So like I said before, take a look at when you're actually going to be playing your first game in the playoffs. You know, pick up two, even three defenses that week. Really own that matchup and uh, solidify those winnings. Uh, but a couple key injuries this week. Uh, Mr. Robert Woods of the L.A. Rams uh, went down and will be out for a couple weeks. Chris Thompson, running back for the Washingtons, is done for the year. 
Um, so that's that's a huge hit to their offense, but it's got some serious implications, which we'll talk about. Uh, as well as Deonta Foreman uh, tore his Achilles on uh, the Houston Texans. So he was more of Lamar Miller's uh, backup there. But um, yeah, if you're a Lamar Miller owner, you're going to be wanting to take a look at Alfred Blue. You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. Um, not the number one priority, but if you are a Lamar Miller owner, take a look. Um, other running backs, if he's available, um, as we were talking earlier, stop what you're doing right now and grab some Ajay P. Ryan. He went off at the end of the game um, as he got a lot more looks when Chris Thompson left. 117 yards and a TD against the Saints. Um, you know, he's a high, he was a highly touted rookie. If he is available in your league for some reason, someone's sleeping, grab him. Other running back, J.D. McKissick. Um, Mike Davis, another running back of the endless committee that is Seattle, the Seattle Seahawks running backs that can't seem to stay healthy for their life dependent on it. Um, Mike Davis, he went down. So J.D. McKissick, he's, he's a great pass catching option as well. Um, you know, super relevant in PPR and half PPR formats. Definitely uh, worth a shot. Devontae Booker um, had a great week, uh, put up some, you know, decent numbers and Denver fired their offensive coordinator and then. Paxton Lynch is going to be getting the start. So he's a mobile quarterback. Mobile quarterbacks open up the running game. Devontae Booker, I mean, again, yeah, this, these are deeper leagues, but yeah, put him, throw him on the bench. Orleans Darkwa, New York Giants running back. Um, he's been getting double-digit carries for the last four or five weeks. You're my boy, Darkwa. <laughs> yeah. Orleans. These crazy names. Um, yeah, Orleans Darkwa. Give him a look. Uh, moving into the wide receivers, as I mentioned, Robert Woods went down. Kelvin Benjamin as well is going to be missing some time. So Josh Doxson, number one option right now in Washington for Kirk Cousins. Um, he is a second-year player. He's looked really good lately, and uh, they're really starting to build that rapport. We've talked about him on the show. Um, definitely grab him. Also, Ryan Grant. Most of you are probably thinking, who's that? He's also on the Washingtons uh, receiver there. And you look at his fantasy numbers, they're, they're not as bad as you might think. And again, he's, uh, he's going to see, be seeing a lot higher share of the ball with no Chris Thompson and Terrell Pryor, whose season is also over. Brent, did I tell you what I'm going to do, by the way? I'm, like, I, I, I actually went in. I'm, I'm, I'm dead last in my league, everybody. But I'm going to be I'm the nightmare of the league. I'm going to take it seriously now do, and be the spoiler. Do it. Yeah, made three waiver pickups this, this morning. Um, they might be good. They might not be. I got Mike Wallace from Baltimore. I mean, have their available bill? No, hey, no, absolutely. Um, Yahoo gave him three stars, Mr. Yahoo. You know, <laughs> thanks, bud. Um, hey, by the way, remember to rate, review, subscribe on uh, iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher, which also kind of sound like shorts that my Weird Mike would wear. Hey, nice Stitchers, bud. You know, my, Weird Mike, a lot less stretching this week. Did you stretch before coming to the studio? I did. I did. Uh, I seemed to throw you guys off a little bit, so I figured I'd go a little bit less. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, solid call on Sam Jean Perrine there, whatever, uh, with the uh, Washington Redskins. I'm going to order my turkey this week with extra crispy skin, so I could say skin a whole bunch of times and watch <laughs> you cringe. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Yeah. Uh, Thursday... Week 12, NFL, all day, doors open at noon, closing at midnight. You're right, it has creeped up from top eight. Uh, we'll give it my sixth favorite day of the year, U.S. Thanksgiving, parade, three games, some Peterman dog show, a whole bunch Nobody's of Nobody's watching the dog show. I'm telling you, the dog show's going to be on. I'm going to throw the remote at you. 
if you turn the dog show We're taking show a on. screen still of the dog I'll show. watch one and second we're of the parade. posting it on the Insta. And it better be a good parade second. Parade will be done when you get there. We can watch a little more of the parade. Who doesn't like parades? I'll record the parade. Everyone likes the parade. <laughs> I'll watch the whole thing. <laughs> um, yeah, but all, the, all the bandwagon uh, hoppers, by the way, just stay with the team, okay? Uh, you know, we got uh, our buddy Anthony, friend of the show. He's been a Philadelphia Eagles fan since week four. Good for you, bud. <laughs> um, I'm just joking, man. We love you. He's Eagles through and through. And hey, you know what? You got the next Tom Brady, all right? You can make fun of you all you want. You're going to be laughing for the next 22 years. You know what? Uh, Farvin Far hydrotherapy is going to be so crazy for the next 20 years. Carson Wentz, I'm saying it right now, he's going to play for 27 years. All right? He's going to beat Brady's record by a year. Yeah, that's confidence. All right, back to, uh, back to Brent Waits for news that does not matter. All righty. A little bit of news that doesn't matter. Or it might. Ah, probably won't. <laughs> LaShawn McCoy. I think he's a soothsayer, um, he, which is some Shakespearean word that yeah, you may that? have the ability to see the future. Really? Yeah. Um, so prior to Sunday's abomination of a quarterback performance by Mr. Peterman. Did he think it was a bad idea? <laughs> he <laughs> kind of alluded to it earlier in the week. So um, Shady speaking to the media earlier in the week, quite frankly, uh, put it about the fifth round pick. And he said, you know, I don't really know. He's never played a pro football game. You know, the guy could throw four or five touchdowns or four or five picks. We're not really sure. <laughs> But, yeah, three, four days prior to that actually happening, he threw, it out, threw that out there, put that in the universe, and sure enough, it came true. Yep. Uh, you get what you wish for, folks. Uh, don't panic, all right? Don't overthink yourselves. Just uh, some dumb stuff right there. That does, that, yeah, that, that might matter. <laughs> Shady McCoy might be a gypsy. We'll let you know. Yeah. He, there's, uh, there's wenches in Tampa Bay at Raymond James Stadium. There might be gypsies in Buffalo. Go Bucks. <laughs> and yeah, I mean that's you know running back is a is a fragile position. So there's you know there's a post uh, post NFL career for Shady. Yep. Um, some other news that doesn't matter. Um, I mean yeah, everyone rips on Eagles fans having never won a Super Bowl. I'm really excited more than anything for a, pa a Patriots Eagles uh, rematch. If you don't know this, by the way, folks, uh, Eagles fans are famous for throwing snowballs at uh, the opposing players and Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Yeah. They booed Santa. <laughs> they booed Santa. Yeah. If you want to know a diehard Eagles fan through and through, um, check out this guy on YouTube. I don't know if you've seen him before. He is a very impassioned, impassioned fan, EDP445. All right. Check that out. Or just search crazy Eagles fan rants. Um, now that they're, I haven't been watching his stuff lately, but he, he, uh, he's got a huge following on YouTube. He is way more funny when the Eagles were crap during the Chip Kelly era. This and I'm not going <laughs> to tell you what EDP stands for, but check it out. EDP four four five sounds like your grinder using name. <laughs> you know what? Think of the most famous Philadelphia Eagle right now. Who comes up in your mind? Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Donovan McNabb. Right now. Right. Right. Vince Papali. I swear to God. Mark Wahlberg. I baby. thought of Mark Wahlberg. I'm like, who's the famous, most famous Eagle of all time? Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. It's going to be Carson Wentz after this. Uh, let's enjoy the ride. And uh, 
Yeah, thanks a lot. Hey, remember, we're trying to get our producer, Huck Media's mustache. Oh, yeah. We're cranking those donations up. If we crack $1,000, Weird Mike's going to shave his head before his Christmas party. Never. <laughs> never will that happen. I will turn down obscene amounts of cash. I've been known to pressure people on shows to, to do. You've been known to not show up with obscene amounts of cash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, we uh, we want to get those donations up. Go we on do. our Facebook page, uh, and it's November, so uh, we're making it a November to remember for you. Enjoy our Hugh picks. We hope you enjoyed the show. Weird Mike, you got anything to say? Happy Thanksgiving. God bless your picks. Be safe. Weird Mike, always ready to holler. Always a little bit of mustard on his collar. Uh, <laughs> uh, voice of God. We'll see you next week, folks. All your sins are forgiven on behalf of the show. Thanks a lot. See you next week. Rock the mic.